Welcome to the Living Fully Express podcast with Brittany Rose. I'm Brittany, and I'm so thankful that you're tuning in today. This podcast is all about women's empowerment, helping them go from feeling busy and burned out to feeling divine and blissful. I do that by talking about and sharing strategies with spirituality for busy women, as well as wealth strategies for millennial moms. My favorite thing to talk about is how we can make self-love a consistent practice in our busy schedules. So I hope you keep coming back. Episodes will be dropping every Monday, and I'm so excited to keep sharing this fun with you. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, welcome to today's episode and it is all about how to stay consistent with self-love. I am often asked this in the Happy Healing Cove, a spirituality for busy women's group on Facebook. And I also see it as a big reason why women join that group is they don't know how to practice self-love consistency consistently. And that's why I'm here. <laughs> um, As you know, if you know my story, I am a survivor of self-harming and a traumatic childhood. So if you have been having this block of you feel like you can't love yourself because of your past, some of the things you've done to yourself or some of the experiences you've been in, I'm here to let you know that you can start loving yourself right now in this moment. You don't need my permission, but I am inviting you and encouraging you to stop being so hard on yourself, forcing yourself to neglect your needs emotionally Um, just as they probably were before, because when we've gone through something traumatic, it's easy to mirror what was done to us and just keep redoing it to ourselves. Even though that experience is years away, we can still carry some of that trauma with how we take care of ourselves. So I hope that this episode in itself helps you get started on a consistent self-love practice. It's definitely a journey. Um, I'm going to talk about how I started with only doing something for two minutes a day and I've grown to like 10 to 15 minutes, but I want you to know healing is possible. Self-love is possible and you are worthy of it. So my first tip for you is to create self-care rituals daily and weekly. So this is something that you're going to be looking forward to weekly and something that you're going to be doing daily. And you might be like, Brittany, you know that I'm a busy woman. Why are you making me put things into my day? This is one of those non-negotiable things for you. You're going to have to create your boundary and give yourself 10 to 15 minutes, or even if it's three minutes of pure attention to yourself and raising your vibrations or reconnecting or connecting with your spirituality, meaning you could be meditating, you could be doing yoga, you could journal, whatever that looks like for you, it is very important for you to make time for you every day. And so like I said, just some simple examples are doing yoga, meditating, Um, affirmations, saying mantras are a great one as well. And also noticing how you eat. 
Um, your self-care practice might be ensuring that you have nutritious food for yourself all day or two meals of the day, but it has to be something consistent that brings you back to that self-love feeling. And my favorites are yoga, meditating, and journaling. When I do that combination, it's like I'm having a high vibe day. Which brings me to my next tip for you in staying consistent with self-love is realizing the power of a morning ritual. Because a lot of us try to sleep to the last minute and then it's almost like we're thrown into the day. Things are coming at us. We're not prepared. We feel overwhelmed because like the list is piling. Then random things are happening. We're needed in a million places. So when you start your day like that, it's hard to get your bearings and feel grounded. You can combat that with having a morning ritual. It doesn't have to be elaborate, but you can really up-level your self-love game when you start the day off right. And it's very helpful when you do it that way because you're not trying to convince yourself to do something by the end of the night when you're exhausted. And it does also mirror... I highly suggest having a nighttime ritual, but the morning one is where I suggest everyone start because if you can start your day right, then you're, you know, more apt to have a apt to have a better day. Um, and then you can start implementing the nighttime one as you work it in. And I do want you to be very mindful of your energy and what you make yourself commit to. This might episode might make you excited, like you're going to write down five things you're going to do every day, and that's great, but I don't want you to get overwhelmed with trying to do it all at once. So don't be hard on yourself if you wrote yoga, journaling, meditating, and holding crystals for five minutes on your list, but you only did yoga and journaling. That's more than enough. The fact that you took the time to do two or at least one will make all the difference in your life. So I just want you to know whatever tips I give, you don't have to do them all, add them slowly into your life. And so my morning ritual looks like me meditating for 10 to 15 minutes. I strive for 10 when I'm strapped for time. I do five. I've even done three before. When I started my meditating journey, I started at three minutes and it was really hard. So I know that it's really hard to get your mind to quiet and, you know, you almost feel like it was pointless. But as you keep trying, you're going to be able to notice your mind even more. Your self-awareness skyrockets. And before you know it, you'll be able to meditate for 15 minutes and you're going to be like, whoa, where did the time go? You're not going to feel like I need to look at my phone or, you know, salads in the fridge, needs to do this, need to do that. I know how that feels. But I guarantee if you just make a small bit of meditation in your daily practice, it will give you, honestly, there's not even enough words to describe the bliss, the peace, the grounding, and the loving support you'll feel when you nurture yourself in that way. And my next one is I write mantras or affirmations in my journal. I normally write the same ones. I do change them up like when my goals change or if I'm feeling like a certain chakra needs some love. So I notice when I'm feeling not very creative and I like don't know what to say, I'll make 
affirmations based on my sacral chakra and my third chakra. Or if I'm feeling really ungrounded and all over the place, I'll write root chakra affirmations. And I'm also always, I'm always writing prosperity ones. Those are my favorite ones. I'm also doing gratitude every morning under my mantras or my affirmations. So that's what I love to do in the morning. And then I also pull an Oracle card for an intention of the day. I just shuffle the deck and ask the universe, like, what's my intention for today? And it's like a nice little, a little uh, self-love moment in the morning. And when I do all of those, I feel so high vibe. It's like I'm tuned into my work. Things work out for me. And I do notice that like I feel more high vibe when I do them all. But even when I take the time to do just one, that it makes a difference for me. I notice the most powerful ones I do though are the meditation and the affirmation and the journal is in the journaling. So I notice when I don't do either one of those, I can feel a little bit off. So I try to at least do one. And my next tip for you is to use a tracker in the beginning. So you might be like, okay, this is great. How am I gonna keep you know, how do I keep myself motivated to do it? Anytime you're doing something new, your mind has to get used to it. So you can stop being really hard on yourself if you don't master something right away, because we're all human and it all takes time to learn something. So starting a spiritual journey or starting your spiritual practice is no different, especially if it's been not something you've been introduced to or you may have some beliefs that made you think differently. So this might be completely new for you, but I want you to be gentle as you take your spiritual journey and as you start your practice, but you can use a tracker. Like I created an eight week spiritual planner for beginners. It's at Etsy or on Etsy at Brittany Rose Wellness. That's just an example. And it just gives you, you know, eight weeks of prompts to, of what to do in one place. And what I love about trackers is that when you cross the days off or you cross the things you do off, it feels so good. I do that with my whiteboard. And I notice that when I hang up my tracker, so for me, it's my whiteboard and I cr like write down what I'm doing. In this case, it's already there for you. So you don't even have to write it. All you have to do is cross it off. Um, I actually get it done and it feels really good. So I highly suggest you getting a tracker for at least the first two months um, or three if you feel like you need that extra push. It takes 21 days for us to get used to a habit, but I've also recently heard that it takes 66 days for it to stick. So that's right around that two month mark. You know, don't give up. Don't be hard on yourself. If you miss one day, that's fine. I do try to do every day too, but sometimes I'll see in my journal, like, you know, I was going strong for a week or two, but I might've missed a day or two and that's completely okay. And my, one of my last tips for you is to do something you love. So you can make self-love consistent for you by loving by getting to know yourself and finding that one thing you love and making that a part of your life, whether it's dancing every day or dancing on the weekends, or maybe you like painting, maybe you love salt baths, right? Like it's very easily applied in life and you don't have to, you know, meditate for hours or neglect your kids or your job just to nurture your self-love, but it's about making it a priority in your schedule. So 
Just like all the stuff that I want to do, my self-care goes on that whiteboard. Friday nights are self-care nights for us. And I have, so it's funny, um, Friday nights are self-care nights for us, but I also have another board of my daily non-negotiables. So that's pretty much my spiritual practice of, you know, meditating, yoga, journaling, my skincare, and I have my AM and PM routines on there because you can do all the things take care of your family, run the businesses, help the people that you want. But if you're not nurturing yourself in the process, you're going to always either feel burned out or that you're pouring from an empty well, that you're not appreciated. And then resentment can come if that goes on too long. And, you know, it makes me sad to see other women burning out because that's what I did to myself. So if this episode helps you, you know, stay consistent, I hope it's a good I guess, base to go off of as you grow your own consistent self-love practice. And then my last tip for you is to find an accountability buddy, which could be me, or you could come join the Happy Healing Cove, the Spirituality for Busy Women group on Facebook. You want to find someone who's going to like check in with you and say, hey girl, did you get your self-love in this weekend? Or what are you doing for self-care this weekend? That is what I'm all about. And I ask that question often in my group. So if you haven't joined yet and you're not a part, I'm going to put the link in the description, but I would love for you to come and um, I'm always sharing something about self-love or a self-love practice. So just being in the group is going to help you practice self-love more consistently because now you have a safe place to express yourself, to learn. And that's what it's all about. So now um, you have some tips to stay consistent with your self-love. So that is creating um, self-care rituals daily and weekly, realizing the power of a morning ritual and making your dreamy morning rituals. So find the ones you love and then have those be your morning things that help you get high vibe. Use a tracker in the beginning is another tip. And doing something you love is a great way to practice self-love consistently and putting it into your schedule. And then the final tip was finding an accountability buddy. And if you're like, I don't know, we know we're in shutdown. I don't really talk to anyone. I'm inviting you to the Happy Healing Cove Spirituality for Busy Women's group on Facebook, where you can find an accountability buddy and also have a platform and a safe place to practice self-love because you deserve it. And it's also February. So I always suggest women to amp up the self-love during this month, especially the single moms, or, you know, you might be with someone and if you feel lonely, but You know, you might see these happy couples out there and we're so happy for them, but that does not mean that there's something wrong with you because you may not have that husband yet or wife, whatever you are looking for. So I want you to give yourself extra love this month and then every month after. And I hope this helped you with your self-love practice. As always, please leave me a five-star review. Let me know your biggest takeaway in the reviews as well. I hope you have a wonderful day.